How'd you do, I? See you've met my faithful handyman. He's just a little broad dime because when you knocked, he thought you were the candy man. Don't get strung up by the way I look. Don't judge a book by its cover. I'm not much of a man by the light of day, but by night I'm one hell of a lover. No need to worry, Dad. I'll be okay. I'm scared you'll end up as a clownfish fillet. We can turn right around. We could wait one more year. Don't be so boring, Dad. I belong here. What's going on, party people? Welcome to O-Town Dreamers. Uh, we are so pumped to be back with you guys uh, from our fun new bi-weekly schedule because we're busy. Busy. <laughs> That's good. That was really good, Riff. Nice. That was a really good, Riff. <laughs> um, uh, we obviously have our new incredible guests with us. Um and we will welcome them. But before we do that, uh, first, huge thanks to Pilar's Martini Bar in Winter Garden for having us here. Each and every bye week. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> the bye week. Yes. Uh, it's, it's, it's a curious week. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> but, I got that. Yeah, yeah. They're, but they're, down, uh, but they're, they're helping us out downstairs, and they uh, let us use their upstairs, and uh, we really appreciate it. And thank you tonight for uh, Brian for the drinks. So, yay, it's going to be awesome. Um, uh, so, and before we welcome our guests, why don't you tell the people why we're here? Yeah, so the mission of the O-Town Dreamers podcast is to be a source of inspiration and resource for anybody that wants to make performing their professional full-time career. We want to prove that it's just as realistic as dreaming of being a lawyer or a doctor or an accountant. It's just as realistic and you can do it and we want to show you how. Even if you're using Orlando as a base, it's a great place to train and learn and do all those kind of things and take what you learned here in O-Town and use it abroad. Um, and we cannot wait to talk about some of those kind of things today. Oh, yeah. Tonight, this evening, uh, with uh, our awesome guests. Uh, mm -hmm. So first, I'll introduce. Um, he uh, is an incredible performer. He makes me uh, question when I saw him once on stage, and he makes me question my sexuality. It was great. <laughs> um, I'm totally kidding. But every, everyone, I, everyone I talk to about this person says the exact same thing. Um, uh, <laughs> it's Michael Bundy. Hello, everybody. Thanks for having me here. Yeah. Yes. I am stoked to be here. Seriously. This yes. is I love it. A really cool experience. Thanks for letting me be a part of it. Oh my gosh, I'm so happy you're here, and it's gonna be. We're gonna have all. And the laughs. drink, the drink doesn't hurt either. Yes, girl, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Um, also, we have Aaron Rementer. Hey, a uh, performer who I, I have recently just met, and I've gotten the pleasure to get to know um, over the past couple of days. And uh, she's back from Atlanta. Right, all, all over the place. Really. All over the place. Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, but Orlando was at one point your home base. Yes, and then you went out and explored new things, and now you're back. Welcome <laughs> yes. back. Thank you, <laughs> thank you. I um, I know there's no video, but I put my outfit together with Christina in mind, and. <laughs> Um, we're both wearing black overalls and you didn't do the top knot, but I've seen you at the top. I knot, literally so. did I not. I love that so much. Yeah. I did not even like put the two and two together until 
until I'm you just said that. I'm Christina Hyde tonight. Oh my gosh, just that's for you. See, and I'm the chump who was like, "There's probably going to be like videos and maybe photography. <laughs> let me look somewhat but like. Let me like you, put you, be put together. You look so put together. <laughs> he really does. She said this. He too, listens like, <laughs> to podcasts all the time. That's true. So I don't know where you got the information that there's going to be video. Because like they're always promoting like, "Hey, check out this link if you want to see the live version mm-hmm. of our podcast." Oh, or okay. if okay. you or you know check out our website for photos from that recording session. So I just so that's I nice. wasn't sure. Hey, to a, be fair, that is that is definitely question. a trend, and that is a thing that yeah. we will eventually down the road get to. That's why Shannon. I, that's why take I bring. Note. That's why oh, I bring Shannon pictures. here. She's gonna take. She's gonna take pictures. Um, Shout out to Shannon Starkey, everybody. Yeah, be, and this is why I wore a button up. <laughs> so uh, let's actually actually before we get into our first segment. Um, We'll start with uh, Aaron, because we started with Michael earlier. Aaron, do you want to start? Just say a couple, say a sentence or two about yourselves, getting to know you. Just, you know, tell the people what you want them to know about you. Oh, real quick. Um, yeah. I mean, I um, I moved to Orlando in 2009, and I had um, a nice little career. Um, I loved performing in Orlando because I had tried living in New York. I grew up in California. And then um, I went to school in California and I wasn't really interested in television and film. I wanted to do more theater. I didn't love living in New York and I found that there is this awesome community in Orlando and it was totally possible to have a full-time job performing and also have a normal life. And that was very intriguing to me. So um, pretty much what happened was my husband is in television and film and so he needed to pursue things that he was doing and I was following him and coming back and forth between um, spending time with him and coming back to Orlando and that's kind of I'm like the, the hopper of the country and the world mm, the following. jet setter <laughs> yeah jet setter following my husband what he's doing while still maintaining um, performing in Orlando and then I had a little hiatus and now I'm back that's awesome. Yeah. Well, we're so glad to fun. have you back. Thank you. Yeah, I'm excited. <laughs> Michael? Oh, where to begin? Uh, I love performing. It's the only thing that really makes sense to me. It's what I connect with most. And I love sharing that with the world in every way I'm able to do that. And um, I'm extremely passionate about it, and I'm excited to be here to share this and hopefully inspire others in that same vein, because this profession rocks. Yeah. It really does. And I'm so excited to be asked to do this. Awesome. I'm glad to be here. I know there's more questions, so I didn't want (laughs) to... I didn't want to blow the load too soon. (laughs) He really does listen to podcasts. Right? Exactly. There's an arc to this. Yeah, I want to to let it build. Come on now. I want to build. (laughs) Well, uh... Tease you a little bit. I love this. I'm excited about it. PG-13. PG-13 now. I've said nothing inappropriate. Uh, (laughs) Uh, So let's get started with some uh, Orlando news. Orlando news. She sounds so good. First off, uh, I do. I kind of want to talk about some upcoming auditions that are happening because it's, uh, like I said, we're, we're out here trying to be a resource for you, those young performers. You know what I'm saying? Indeed. We're old, old 
It's okay if you're old. Or old. Yeah, some people are out of touch. They don't even have the interwebs. So. <laughs> the interwebs. But maybe they listen to this show. So. That's right. I hope so. If you if you don't have the interwebs and listen to this show, <laughs> email me. <laughs> send a pigeon. Snail mail me. Snail mail me. I will respond. <laughs> send a pigeon. <laughs> <laughs> Truly. Uh, coming up for uh, just some uh, uni- uh, auditions for Disney. Uh, they're pop vocalists for uh, my girl Disney Junior Dance Party. Um, on February 2nd, uh, which is awesome. Uh, also, uh, Voices of Liberty, um, just like that. They sound exactly just like that. A little bit more straight tone, actually. Yeah, right. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> that was it. You're hired. Call back. Disney no. casting directors Callback. listen to this, too, by the way. So, just Oops. so everybody knows. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh, Voices of Liberty, um, Voices of Liberty, February fifth uh, for uh, female and male roles. Um, oh, uh, Equity Dancers for Mickey's Royal Friendship Fair. Come on now, and <laughs> uh, musical the- well, musical theater lookalike vocalists. I don't even know what this is. I'm gonna click on it. What does that mean? February. You have to look like Jeremy Jordan, <laughs> right? Disney Parks Live Entertainment is seeking musical theater lookalike vocalists. Oh, for Beauty and the Beast. Oh, got it. Oh, 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 also Voyage of the Little Mermaid as well. That's worded funny. Yeah, it is very strange. Um, Who writes their stuff? Right. So, uh, so if you fit any of those types, even if you don't, prove them wrong. It's going to be great. Uh, go, out, go out and audition. Also wanted to say congratulations to all the incredible... Uh, universal callbacks that happens for everyone. People, yes. I got I got messages from everyone saying, "Hey, I have this universal callback. It's gonna go super well, or it did go super well." Um, or I have more box steps to learn. Right. Mm-hmm. I know. I know. I know. You had you had a universal callback. Yes. How'd yes, it go? I did. Uh, I, we did the thing. You know, we conquered some fears. We we uh, pushed through, and uh, we we got better at auditioning. That's for sure. Did you remember to breathe? Uh, you know, that's something I need to work on <laughs> for sure. Remember to breathe. Here at the Garden Theater, right next door to Pilar's, uh, Violet is opening January 24th, uh, which is awesome. Uh, for those of you who don't know what Violet is, it's a great musical. Um, it, it's, this is kind of the thing. Uh, years ago, a stray hatchet left its mark on Violet's face. She spent a decade struggling to find a doctor to heal her disfigurement with no success. Violet is a powerful folk musical that tells the story of a young woman who travels across the country with one last hope to be healed by a minister and how she discovers the meaning of true beauty along the way. Oh, beautiful. Um, so yeah, that's awesome. And uh, the last kind of piece of news that I, ha- that I have is, oh, do you have one? Mm-hmm. Um, so this actually just popped up, um, and I'm so glad I remembered, because uh, the Fringe is having their auditions on January 25th and 26th for the Fringe Festival this year. Um, so if you go to Facebook and you go search the group Orlando Fringe Unified Audition, you'll find the original Google link to go and sign up for your time slot to go audition for the Fringe. Um, so have uh, two monologues, one comedic, one dramatic, and a song it, uh, that you'll sing a cappella if you can sing. Amazing. And also, I just found out, Aaron, you were at the callbacks, too, for Universal? Yes. I, how, did, how did it go for you? I had no idea. Awesome. Good. Yeah. It was Good. so much fun. There's so much talent in Orlando. I, every time I have a callback or and even on an audition, I look around the room and I think, we should just start our own little show. Right. There's just so much talent, and it's a shame there's not enough jobs that every gal and guy can... can Ain't that the truth? Yeah. Truly. I mean, seriously, it's... It's crazy how much talent there is here, and it's just 
the right place, right time. I, we'll get into it. Oh, yeah, well, yeah, for yeah, sure. But, uh, yeah. but the last piece right. of news I have is kind of sad news. Um, uh, Holy Land has decided to cut all of their entertainment. Oh, bummer. What? Um, they were, there was a, like a, a scare today that Orlando Weekly posted that they're closing all together, but... Uh, but then Orlando Weekly retracted that and said that, that that the Orlando sorry that Holy Land contacted them and said it's just the entertainment. That's so. Uh, but sad. either either way, mm-hmm. the entertainment was kind of the best thing about Top Holy Land. Notch. Yeah. Like I I've, I've been there. It's incredible. Yeah. yeah. Right. Right. And and uh, I saw it on YouTube when I found found out uh, found out about this. But the shows are just ridiculously incredible. I kid you not. Mm-hmm. Like I got hired. And I, I didn't ex- accept the position, but I got hired. And a part of the hiring process, you have to shadow for a full day. Yeah. And I would, my jaw was on the floor the entire time. Like every show with, within that, too, within yeah. the company, they're made in house. I forget their names, but there's a husband and wife duo that write all the music and do all the music. And Oof. it was like Broadway quality, wow. incredible music. It, that is a very sad thing to hear. That mm-hmm. is unfortunate. Right. Well, if you want to go check out the entertainment, I think it's uh, it, it's around until April 16th. Oh, wow. That's so, yeah. quite a bit of time to go check it out before it closes. Oh, yeah. I mean, I've never been to Holy Land, but now I'm going to go just, in, just, Me too. just, just to say, mm-hmm. hey, entertainment. And, yeah. the, and the talent is insane. Insane. Mm. So you guys will not be uh, disappointed. Well, cool, man. I look forward to it. Yeah. And uh, so th- go check it out before that's, April. That's all the news I have. Do you guys? Do you guys have any like random news to share? Hmm. No, I don't. <laughs> Great. Perfect. I, mean, I do, but maybe not for the podcast. <laughs> fair, fair enough. We'll move on to our, our first, our, our second segment. <laughs> All right, uh, so uh, the kind of fun little game we'll be playing today, just because I feel like we don't know each other as well as we could. I mean, like, we've, we've all, like, you know, we're in pop groups together or we've, like, thrown baby showers together. <laughs> but we've never, we've, we've never really sat and really talked. So uh, we're going to play a little True Entertainment Confessions. Okay. Now, this is very similar to the game uh, from The Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon. So, so this is what's going to happen. Each person will have two uh, facts prefer, uh, prepared. One is a true fact um, about something funny or crazy or embarrassing or interesting that happened to you while you were performing, and the other is a lie. Now, the rest of the group will have one minute after you tell that fact to ask the questions, uh, and you, no matter what happens, if it's a lie or true, you have to try and convince, convince us that it's true. Um, and then at that time, we're going to try and figure out if it's a lie or not. And whoever is right gets a point. Lit. Got it. A point? A That's, point. What do we win? The Just. point. You win the point. <laughs> you go home with a point, Aaron. <laughs> no one else will have a point. You will have that point. Great. I'm going to win. I'm going to win. <laughs> oh, gosh. All right. Bragging right. I have a point. <laughs> I left today with a point. <laughs> Uh-huh. So, speaking of points, uh, do we have a time limit? Of how- it's so about one it, to two sentences long for each. Like, so okay. f- for the fact. But as a group, are we timed? About a minute and a half to two minutes. Cool. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we'll start with um, uh, Michael. Uh, if you want to tell us your true, true fact, well, first of all, you have to have, have them in your head. Yeah, I have them. Okay. All right. And Aaron, as our other guest. To say, say one or two, and then you choose between those two. Number oh. two. Yeah, yeah, Go. yeah. Number two. Yep. Okay. Number two. 
Um, I sang the national anthem at Shaquille O'Neal's home on 4th of July and was given a tip of $2,000 by Mr. Shaquille O'Neal. Okay, so we have a couple of minutes, a minute to figure this out. Okay, uh, when was this? 2007. 2007. Mm. I feel like, well, like cause Shaquille is like Florida-based. Shaquille, because I call him Shaquille. Right, in Windermere, house? baby. Where, oh, Windermere. Mm. What that. did his house yeah. look like? What did it look like? Yeah, yes. what did it look like? Massive. How many bathrooms? Oh, I didn't count. Okay. You think I got to do that? Okay, when you when you enter, what's like what's uh, right before the front door, what's on the floor? What's on the floor? Yes, because I know 2007 those. memory. Oh, that's mm. true. Yeah. <laughs> A rug. <laughs> did, did he say anything to you that you would remember? Uh, when he offered me the $2,000 tip? Yeah. Uh, he said, amazing job. <laughs> what car was in the driveway? There were several. Oh. There was a ballet. Why are you singing the national anthem and not happy birthday? It was or... it was Fourth uh, of July. Okay, that's time. That's Our... a lie. Yeah, all right. So you think it's a lie? Yeah, I think it's a truth. I think it's the truth too because he's he's Florida based. Lie. All right, what do you, what is it? Lie. Oh, oh, man. Does that mean I get a point too? Uh, no, yeah, no. You, you get a, got you, the you, point. You, you get a point because you. Uh, you got you, that point. Oh. Because you, uh, you, uh, you didn't fool him. Or I'm already winning. Ooh, I wasn't prepared for all the questions. <laughs> right, right. See, that's the thing. I thought it was, I didn't listen to the reference video. <laughs> I was like, I'm just going to say the two things and then they vote. Um, well, I'm glad I was, I was, I was quick enough. No, that was, was good. Quick enough. That was good. <laughs> hey, I got, I fooled them. You did. I may have not fooled you. Um, yeah, me and Shannon were like. <laughs> all right, Christina, you want to, all right. So there, there you have two, two facts. Uh, Michael, this time you can choose uh, one or two. Which one she tells? Mm-hmm. One. Okay. Um, during one of my shows that I am at regularly, um, a bird came very close to me many times and eventually landed on my head during show. And I had to continue singing with the bird on my head for about a minute. Did, you, really? did anybody name that bird because they thought it would be funny? No, they just couldn't <laughs> stop laughing. So there was there was no sound for quite a little bit. Were you wigged? <laughs> no. So just raw bird on your head. Raw bird. You didn't. Oh god. You didn't. You didn't. You didn't stop singing or pull the mic away or anything. Show must go on. Wow, good for you. Yeah. And what year was this? Uh, this was last year. <laughs> huh. Okay. Did, did the bird like want to poop on you? Like, like what? what I didn't did feel that aggression. To. Did you um, speak to the bird? <laughs> um, did the I bird made, connect with you? I looked up at it many times and just continued on. Like, did it say know. loose stool? <laughs> is no. It, is no. it like a show bird where it sometimes gets fed and got lost and then came back? That's possible. That? That's really possible. You know, at this point, they should be. I already have my show. answer. I already know what it is. Okay. Yeah. All right. Time. All okay. right. Let's start. Michael, you start. I'm saying truth. Truth. Oh, I'm gonna say lie because I've never, because I feel like this was something that you're talking about at Sing It, and the birds do come very close to our heads and they do poop on us, but they have—I don't know if they've actually landed on your head for a minute. It was a lie. Yeah, oh, that was a good one. It was a lie. You—you you said that very convincingly. Heck yeah. <laughs> Did you do an animal show? 
Yes, I did. See? Oh, yeah. God. And that's probably why she picked that lie, to make it like as believable as possible. Yes, yes. I <laughs> totally forgot yes. about that animal show that you did. Mm-hmm. So Sage is up a point. <laughs> well, now we're, now we're tied, Aaron. You and I. All right. All right it's on. Speaking of which, now it's your turn. All right, so have the stories in your mind, one and two. Uh, Christina, go ahead, pick a... Dos. I have been thrown up on at work. Okay, I believe that. I believe that, too. Okay, so what, what can I ask what show this was? Or, like, what you were involved with at the time? Um, I was wearing a black cape robe. Ten four. Black cape robe. Ooh. Black cape robe. Mm. Um, was it extremely hot outside? Black cape yeah. robe. Okay. Got it. Okay. How was it? Uh, it was outside, right? Yes. Black okay. Cape robe. It was. Was it projectile? Because I feel like there'd be an angle at which it needed to go. Was it hot? <laughs> yes and yes. <laughs> yes and yes. Those are two yeses oh. for hot. No, no. <laughs> no. I see what you did there. Yes, the vomit was warm. <laughs> Tell us what happened after. As well as. That's not where I went for. Got temperature. It. Okay. Well. She's like, it, it burned a little. <laughs> well, the bile. There was a, there was a burn. A would skin, you like, there was a rash. Would you like to see the scar? <laughs> That's nasty. No. Oh. Um, um, why? I feel like I would know this. Uh, okay. Uh, what was the reaction <laughs> of the of the, the people around you when it happened. They had no idea. Really? Did, did yeah. you get stunt pay for it? I should have. <laughs> Definitely. What happened after, immediately after you were thrown up on? Um, the robe was burned, and I... No, 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 like on stage, what happened? Oh. I... Well, I just took off the robe. And, and, and continued to sing? What part of your body were you vomited on? My arm. Which arm? This one. The this left. One? The this left. One? For all you podcast They can't see there. it. All right. <laughs> that's, that's time. That's Perfect. time. What do we think it lie. is? Lie. Big old lie. I think it's I think tr- this is a lie. I think it's true really? be- because I feel like this may have been somewhere in a wizarding world. Oh. Where it gets really hot. And, um, and there's black cloaks. And uh, when people have heat strokes, they may throw up on you. So I'm going to say it's true. <sighs> Sage is right. Yeah. What? What? Oh, I feel like I should have known this. What? Basically, what gross. happens is when people first are first of all ed- gross. Yeah. First of all, nasty. Yes. But I didn't feel it or smell it because it <laughs> because the it robe was... is so thick. Oh, okay. That I didn't even really notice that it. It was there until after. Until it cooled. Um, yeah. Oh, God. Until it became. But basically what happens is like. Until <laughs> it became a part of me. <laughs> That's disgusting. Oh. When people are exiting a certain ride, it happens to be at the oh. same time that we are walking by them. Oh. And somebody was not feeling very well. Oh. And it's also hot. And they probably oh. ate like butterbeer. Oh, can I say that? I said Wizarding World, so okay, you're fine. Okay, great. Mm-hmm. They can, you know, they're not having the best diet that day, and all mm. the things combined was ended it, up on my arm. Was oh. it a kid? No. It was an adult. Yes. Wow. So I, I assumed it was a, it was a fellow cast member who got hot and, and vomited, but that's expelled themselves onto no, you. No, that has happened. I have personally done that. Oh. Yeah. Oof. But not had that happen. To We're me. getting right. to some serious truth today. <laughs> well, <laughs> we, you know, um, fifteen years, gosh. you're gonna. A lot of things come up with some stories. That's funny. Yeah. 
All right, my turn. I have the two in my head. Um, someone choose for me. Perrin, you get to pick now, right? Yeah, go for it. One. Okay. Um, one time I sang so high that I killed somebody. Okay. How did you find out about this? Um, after, uh, like, maybe 20 minutes after it happened. How did you what? find out? How did you find out your voice Wait, that did it? recreate the moment. I need to hear there this. There was an autopsy, guys. <laughs> they did an autopsy. Oh, when need, are you not getting I here? I need to hear this note, and if <laughs> I could not, believe. I'm, I'm, then I need the forensic pathologist in here. <laughs> To explain that what it was the voice. Was I'm not saying that I that I was the cause of his death, oh. but I sang so high and then someone died. Oh, what I song sing. was it? It was um, uh, Ragdoll. Ragdoll. Frankie Valley and the Four Seasons. Oh. Oh. Mm. Mm. How okay. old was this person? How old was this person? Uh, I, I don't know, honestly, because I never saw their face. How old was the person? Were you... <laughs> Were you on open water when this happened? <laughs> on open water? No, I was not. Dang it. How did, you, how did the news break to you that someone had died? Well, um, uh, we, we started the next song, and then afterwards uh, we heard something in the back saying, uh, someone in the back saying, help, help, I need a doctor. We stopped the show, hmm. and we went backstage and held for 20 minutes, uh, someone, uh, we were told that, uh, and then we were told that they were rushed to the hospital. Um, but we came and then we, and we came back and finished the show. Um, and then we found out, uh, after our show ended that, um, uh, that the person had, uh, had no pulse that they died. Oh. Do you want to pick a different fact about yourself? Nope. I sure don't. I sure don't. I sure don't. I live in this world. Do we still have question time? Yeah, that's time. Oh, crap. I think it's true. I kind of think it's true, too. I'm going to say lie. You're going to say lie? Just to be different? No, because I know that cruise ships... People die on cruise ships every day. Of course. Because I worked on them. So when you said it wasn't on open water, I don't know. I'm just thinking a lie. I don't know. Just going with my gut here. It's true. Oh. I've lost every round. <laughs> just want, I want everyone to know this. Michael Bundy is negative My instincts are four. terrible at this game. Three. Even yourself. Even yourself. <laughs> Even you're my a own four. lie. <laughs> I lost to my own lie. So, yeah, so I was doing a show called Atlantic City Boys, which is a Frankie Valley tribute band, where often we go to South Florida and do Ooh. shows for um, people who are pretty old um, because sure. that's who listens to that music now. Yeah. Um, and, well, yeah. And, th- what is, and that was the last time you ever did that show. And I was singing Ragdoll, and, like, that's, and, I, and I sing the highest note that I do in the show, and there's, like, a funny, like, glass shattering break. Ha 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 ha. He sang so last. He sang so high. And then we started the next song, which was, I think, uh, um, God only knows what I do without you or something like that. God only knows what I do without yeah, you. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And then, uh, we, we heard help, help, uh, with, uh, is there a doctor in the house? We stopped the show. We left. And then, yeah, they were, mm. they were dead. Big yikes, my mm. guy. Yeah, Can we the tell podcast takes a dark stories? turn. Wait, let's, let's, say, let's tell some old people we, cruise ship stories. We're taking over the podcast now. <laughs> we we this will is ta- now the Aaron show. We will get we will get to those stories in a second, but uh, but Simmer. I just want to I just want to say so 
You had two points. I had two points. I forgot there was a game. You had one okay. point. Don't even. Why bother? Negative four. <laughs> Negative four. <laughs> Negative four why points. bother? Well, Aaron and I tie, I so lost. good job. But yeah, high five. <laughs> well, because Aaron is the guest, she should win anyway. So congratulations, Aaron. Thanks. Shouldn't I? Have you get the point. <laughs> I got the point. You should have. <laughs> Should have. You should have. You had so many opportunities to win. Many, many times. And you chose wrong. (laughs) Uh, But solid games. You guys good. Killed it. Good job. (laughs) It's great work. Winner. I wish you would have picked my truth. (laughs) Do you want to say your truth real quick? Yeah. I was going to say if you picked one. Uh, that I once performed an entire show covered in my own blood. <laughs> oh my gosh. And didn't stop because a performer threw a prop at my face and the stage managers didn't care that I was covered in blood and bleeding profusely from my nose. And I did the whole what? entire show. <laughs> did the audience notice at all or say anything? I don't know. You know, <laughs> adrenaline, huh? Theater or theme? theme park. Oh, wow. Yeah. No one stopped, did the whole show, and it happened at the top of show. No one stopped the show, and I was young. It was my first gig. I was 22 years oh, old, and buddy. so I was like, oh, I don't want to get fired. Oh, <laughs> and, I'm just, and I'm just like... Oh, oh, oh man. <laughs> <laughs> what was the prop? Uh, a, pe- a pair of keys. Ooh. A, a pair of keys? A set. A set of keys? What a, would you call it? A, a bundle of keys. Of keys. And hard at the same time. Yep, like. yep, yep. It was supposed to be lobbed to me, and it was overhanded to me, and I wasn't prepared, and it smacked me right in the nose and s- split the bridge of my nose, and it just ran down the whole show, and I didn't stop, and neither did the stage manager stop Oh, my gosh. Oh, man. Too much paperwork. Well, great. So with that, let's start, let's start the uh, interview. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> Welcome to the interview section where it's much like NPR and oh, we don't have any fun at all. That's what I listen to all no, the time. No, just kidding. We have lots of fun here. So, how long have y'all <laughs> been in Orlando? Did you originally, where were you? Did you grow up here? Were you born here? Where did you start? And how did you get to Orlando? Um, okay, cool. I was born and raised in Miami, Florida. I, uh, I've been in Orlando since 2004. And the, how I got here was I went to Florida State University in at at the end of 2004 or my graduating year all my friends were going to New York and i i was intimidated i'd never you know performing was quite new to me still like it was something i kind of discovered in college and i was very like i was like oh i can't do that i can't do new york like how could i do that you know just young and uninformed yeah. and just and also intimidated and i i don't come from an artistic family or a, a musical family. Sure. So I was kind of just alone. I didn't really have anyone other than my friends to bounce my ideas oh, or thoughts or insecurities off of. And so one of my friends, uh, her name's Alexia Osby, wonderful, awesome chick, uh, went to school with, and she had gone back to school um, later on in life. So she was uh, several years older than me. And she worked here in Orlando and told me, hey, why don't you come to Orlando and get your feet wet? And, you know, you. She goes, I, I guarantee you, you'll book. You, you know, you've got it. You, you, you'll book. Don't worry about that. But come here, get your feet wet, get your start, and then, like, decide what you want to do, but at least start performing. And, and I was like, okay. 
didn't think twice about it, came down here with her, and I got the first audition I booked. Amazing. No and so, yeah. I hate you, but amazing. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm not kidding. I'm, I, I had my first gig a, a, a week after graduating. Oh, that's that's awesome. so cool. Yeah, it's fun. It was the Extreme Ghostbusters show. Oh, see, so was Studios. it was it the one Whoa. with Beetlejuice? Well, yes. Yeah. Okay, okay, yeah. okay, okay. The Extreme Ghostbusters show on, at yeah. the New York Library at Universal yeah. Studios. I used to be wow. obsessed with that show. Yep. That was that was my first, my very first gig uh, here in town, and that's what brought me here. And it was interesting because I I had actually missed the audition, uh, but Alexia, who had worked and had uh, relationships with several of the folks in charge, was able to negotiate on my behalf. I did none of this for me to attend the callback. Isn't that what nice. a good friend. Yeah, she know, was great. Right? She was really an advocate for me, and she knew, she knew that I was clueless, and she knew that I didn't know how to navigate. I was just like a kid with like sure. raw talent who like, wanted to like do stuff with it mm-hmm. and was like, where can I do this? I want to be a star, mama. Basically. <laughs> Here you go, very baby boy. Was very <laughs> That's funny. Uh, for those of you that, don't, it, that don't know, ex- the Extreme Ghostbusters show was uh, um, basically Beetlejuice had like invaded the, um, the Ghostbuster the, franchise. The Ghostbusters <laughs> franchise inv- invaded the streets of New York and uh, the li- it was at the library and Ghostbusters show up and Beetlejuice basically takes over their bodies and um, makes us make makes, fools of ourselves. Makes them do a whole turns them into a boy band basically correct they, they lip sync and women and women yeah yeah and, we and sang Diana groups. Ross and Shania Twain in that show that was, I, <laughs> I love that show come on um, uh, but yeah it's, that's awesome uh, go ahead Aaron oh um, so I kind of similar to you I um, <laughs> I went, so I went to school at UC Irvine and one of the programs that they had was um, it was called the New York Satellite Program. And because California is so different than New York, um, it was an opportunity to live in New York for 10 weeks and be a New Yorker. We were required to take class and see shows and go to auditions and just kind of see if you would like it. We lived in Hell's Kitchen. It was, it was a great program. Wow. Um, but it was a great way to try out New York without any commitments. Um, and I did that and I said, I don't think I really like it here. So, oh, somebody is belting for their life downstairs. It's, it's amazing. It's uh, open mic night at Pilates. Just went, and, and oh, <laughs> like it was great. You can really he hear people it. singing downstairs. He felt that. He no. really <laughs> felt it. That was good. Um, so I um, auditioned for Disney Cruise Line. They came to L.A., and I had a great callback. They were opening um, a Toy Story show on the ship. And for those of you who don't know me, I am five feet tall, and so I pretty much only can play boys or little girls <laughs> because I am short. Um, <laughs> yep. You feel me? You feel yes. me? Yes. Okay. Five two over here. She's like, she's like, same. So same. The yeah. week I was supposed to same walk girl, for, same. Yeah, sage yourself exactly. <laughs> um, the week I was supposed to walk for my graduation, I was flying to Toronto to start uh, rehearsals for Disney Cruise Line. Which, you know, when you're in college, it never happens that you get to go straight into a performing mm. job. It's very rare. So yep. I was very much the exception. Holla. Um, I went on Disney Cruise Line, had an awesome contract, and I met. Um, my now husband and he had a house in Orlando and when my contract was done with Disney Cruise Line I went back to California I was away from my boyfriend and I didn't have a job and I just was like I'm just gonna move to Orlando I'm gonna try it out I love Disney why not yes and 
because of my contacts with Disney Cruise Line, I was able to book my first audition, which is, again, super rare. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, from what I've learned, it's super rare. I yeah. learned High School 3, High School Musical 3, and then um, Finding Nemo immediately after that, and I had a contract there for a couple years. Um, so I, I missed it. What was your first? What was your first gig outside? Was it was the cruise? The cruise line. My first get like paid gig. Sure. Yeah. Okay. So I was. Um, she said. She said paid gig. <laughs> it was. Um, <laughs> I was performing on the Queen Mary in Long Beach, <laughs> in this thing. Somebody is belting for their <laughs> life downstairs, and I am so sad. Okay. And uh, wow, the applause. That's amazing. I wish everybody could. Well, they probably can't hear this. Anyways, <laughs> it was um, it was called Tibby's, and we were servers and performers. Oh. So for the first half of the evening, we served. I know. It was like a surprise. We served them their dinner. Yeah. And then the second half of the evening, we performed, <gasps> and I made $100. I was in college. It was huge it was amount of money. I'm yeah. Not, yeah, I was loaded. You said glassy. <laughs> <laughs> Bogo. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I learned how to open a bottle of wine. Mm-hmm. I learned how to and how to build a high C. Exactly. I heard exactly. I mean, it was it was, but it was cruise ship training. Do you know what I mean? It was. So, oh yeah. Yeah, because mm-hmm. it was it was an hour long show of just you know Broadway tunes yeah, and yeah. standards, and um, it was good training for other jobs because I feel like you you can go to college you get all the training you are set up they they drill you they make you do your stuff but until you actually get your first gig yeah you don't know how to have that sort of training where it's like you're just put out in the real world it's and like that's, you start over almost yeah. you're like oh wait it's all different out here <laughs> it's so it's very, different. very different nobody's holding out your here. hand it's yeah. You have to go and get the jobs in order to figure out, okay, I have to be on time and I got to behave professionally backstage. Oh. And I, you don't I have need a syllabus. My, yeah, yeah. I have to memorize my, I have to be in charge of myself mm-hmm. and instead yeah. of somebody just, you know, molding you and telling mm-hmm. you what to do. So right. that was a very long answer to your question. No, that was great. I dig it. Was uh, um, uh, Ghostbusters your first paid gig? Yeah. Paid? Yep. Yeah. I, I graduated wow. and within a week I was rehearsing. Ghostbusters. That's yeah. a huge... Extreme Ghostbusters, sorry. Extreme. Well, I don't want you to think we were the normal Ghostbusters. <laughs> we were elevated. Extreme. So, but, so as your first, you know, because that was your first professional gig, mm-hmm. um, and you've, continu- you've continued to kind of work in that kind of atmosphere, yeah. um, what, just tell us about you being a performer at theme parks. You know, you're the, the, you're the pros, the cons, maybe a thing you change... Hmm. Well, you know, I I have very little negative to say about you know theme park uh, performance. I I love, and I think Erin touched on this earlier in her introduction. I love the fact that I get to perform every day, five days a week, full time, and I don't have to be and and not knocking. You know, we all have to hustle. And we all have our side gigs and our, 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 our things here and there. But the fact that I have like a foundation job that provides me with a lifestyle that I'm able to buy a home and have a car and all of that stuff, it, it really has been very giving and very generous for me. And I've been very grateful for my, uh, the work that I've received. Uh, you know, obviously the, the cons would be, 
not enough variety maybe and wanting more variety and, and more, you know, more turnover of, of different gigs so that you can pick up more things within the parks. Because sure. a lot of the stuff sits there mm-hmm. for years and years or decades for some shows. Right. So, um, but the pros outweigh the cons. Oh, for sure. For me, as a per- personally, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Right. I, think I mean, I, I was able to buy a home and a car and, and, and afford a life that I might not have otherwise been able to do had I gone to New York with all my friends. Oh, absolutely. And, and, you know, and working as a server and living in an apartment with seven other people. Sure. That, that's not a life I ever had to live. Mm-hmm. Now that sounds classy. <laughs> and if you know anything about me, everyone, pure class. <laughs> not true, not true. Go ahead, Aaron. No, I was just going to say that was one of the things I maybe, and you can talk about this, is that um, how many years have you been at your current job? Oh, well, I've been at Finding Nemo, the musical, been involved with since uh, That's fine. 2007. And I think on and off. I did leave for one year on a cruise ship. Mm-hmm. I but think I've there's been involved with that show for 12 years. There's wow. something that you can say about how do you make that new after 12 years of yeah. doing the same show three, four, five yeah. times a day? I don't know. For me, you know, it's live theater. I, I mean, that's the experience. The, the the thing I say to everybody is, mm-hmm. you know, that's a question I often get asked for, from people who are not in the theater or performance background. They're like, doesn't it get old? And I'm like, no. It's it's new every day because mm-hmm. someone trips, a costume rips, the sound <laughs> goes off, you know, the smoke sure. machine stop working, uh, a puppet breaks. Mm-hmm. You know, things happen, and yeah. it keeps you on your toes, and it keeps you sharp because you have to be able to think and navigate around that situation to continue the show. Yeah. So it allows you to stay both, you know, quick on your, thinking quick on your feet, but remain creative and invested in the show because mm-hmm. if you're just tuning it, if you're phoning it in, right. mm-hmm. then you're, you know, you're going to mess up even more because on top of this mistake that's happened or this technical issue that's taken place, right. you're, not, you're not thinking in the game. And so now suddenly the show's continued on and you're left behind because you weren't mm-hmm. focused I think it's impressive in. to think that way. You know what I mean? Because it's, you have to, you have to look at it like that. Sure. I also, yeah. I definitely know I have a unique look on life. <laughs> so, well, especially like most people. theme park work, like you're, you're working with different people well, every day. That's exactly sure. what I was going to say. I know that too, the, yeah. The variety there because every actor is different. Sure. So, and they're, ne- they're you know. And what, every audience is different. Sure. We, you know what I mean? Yeah. And sometimes you go into work and people I've never even met Maybe Ever. maybe I don't have time to introduce myself, or but we all know the same show, and it's like, well, we'll just see what happens. I, yeah, and I honestly—that's kind of exciting. fun, actually. Yes, yeah, well, and, and I honestly don't remember the last time I worked with the same people two days in a row. Sure, mm-hmm. I mean honestly, like, yeah. and that's it's a huge, it's a huge kind of variety, which helps with that with what you're talking about the the not having enough variety, which so sure. then all of a sudden that that con kind of becomes a pro. No, absolutely, yeah. For sure. And that's some kind sure. of way. So speaking of that, as far as cruise ships go, how mm-hmm. did how did that kind of manifest itself as far as variety and doing the same kind of show every day? How was that experience well, for you? I was I was also gonna say because that was your first that was your first uh, That was the first like shebang. Yeah, gig. yeah. Like, sure. I am out of college, I am ready to tackle the world and <laughs> Sail the seas. Well, actually, I did a well. I did a cruise ship. I forgot about this. I did a cruise ship my my junior year, and that that taught me so much because I was I was 21 years old. I didn't know what I wanted in life, but I was I was literally 
traveling the entire world singing and it made me realize exactly what I wanted out of performing. Um, but yeah, Disney Cruise Line was like the first thing out of college. And, and, but but to, I mean, talk about your experiences on the cruise. Did you did you enjoy it? Like I loved you, it. You you literally just like let's let's have some cruise stories. So come on now, dish. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. Okay. Well, <laughs> she I ate a lot of pasta. <laughs> No. <laughs> what is happening? To work on a cruise ship, it's a very specific lifestyle. It's a very... Um, regimented. It's a very regimented, restricted lifestyle, but it's very temporary, right? Mm. So I feel every performer should take a cruise contract just yeah. to see what it's like and to, um, well, one, make money and travel the world and see places you'll never probably see in your whole life. And, and to word that differently, you get paid <laughs> to travel the world. Exactly. True. True. To it be more specific, like yeah. you're traveling the whole world and you're not spending a dime. Right. Mm. Right. You have no bills. Every, mm-hmm. All your food's taken care of, all this stuff. But I, um, I, I loved my cruise ship contracts. I think... Everybody should do one. Mm-hmm. It's just, I agree. It's, I agree. It's you have to remember that everything is temporary with cruises because sometimes it, they can be a little daunting, mm-hmm. um, and it's kind of like what you said. It's it's doing the same shows over and over again, but you have to find something new in it. And I I loved it. Well, I loved ship everyone. life is interesting because you can there's all these maritime laws and things that you have to abide by mm-hmm. at least at least the cruise ship I worked for yeah. and and things that are expected of you that are you are not told in the audition once a week <laughs> that things that you comes are into not your room and make sure inspects. yeah you have to have your bed made what? trash I didn't taken know out that. Yeah. Wow, you can only have a yeah. certain number of um, items sure. in your refrigerator mm-hmm. um I don't know what else. Uh, and like, for, I, I don't know if the experience was the same for you, but like I had to learn how to flip a lifeboat. Oh, yeah. I was mm. a lifeboat drill captain and I had to direct people to the boats. And so you, you take on these extra responsibilities that you are not told about when you audition. Right. And, and that's not disclosed to you. And then, and then you're told... I was told at one point from my cruise director, this is your primary function. And I said, that's funny. They didn't tell me about that in my callback. When I, when I was singing and dancing, no one said your primary function is to save lives. But I was like, I'm okay with that. But, but it's funny mind. that you're wording it as if that is why I was hired. Right. I was like, I didn't sit in an interview right. and say, hey, I can't wait to save lives. <laughs> I said, let me sing. Right. Let me dance. In like a cruise ship song show. You know? no, but, but then like you don't mind because you're no. like, well, what else am I doing? I don't, I don't and at that point you start to feel like, like part of the tribe. So you're like, okay, yeah, obviously yeah, I want to be important. Okay. I want to help people. Yeah, I'm not going to let anyone drown. Yeah. Sally this way, boat six. <laughs> Twist my arm, yes. save a life. The story yeah. I was going to tell is that the average age on cruise ships, uh, not necessarily on Disney, but other general, cruise lines in like, general. It's like it, 60 plus. Yeah, it's a little higher. I mean, people have time and money to spend to go on cruise ships, whatever. Um, and my story is about the... Did I tell you the story? I don't know. I, find no, I, don't I think we're about to find out. Let's all find out together. So we had a magic ship or a magic um, show on our ship. And the ship was gonna, also magic. We had a magic ship. They were ship. both, not to be confused. They had both. Um, <laughs> and they invited everybody to come on the back of the ship to watch this magic act where he would drop into the pool and somehow escape the box and um, 
I don't know, there are multiple levels that people could watch him do this thing in the pool in the back. There's only one exit, and it was on the very top, going all the way down the stairs, right, to, for everybody to go back to their normal, whatever, business on the ship. So I'm, I'm overseeing this, and the thing's about to end. So you you can't see her right now, but she's, like, real, like, hands on her hips. Oh, yeah, I'm looking down at everybody, <laughs> making sure everybody's safe. And I'm like, okay, this is about to end. And so I'm going to go out on the staircase to make sure nobody falls. Well, I walk up to the staircase, and there is literally poop all the way down the staircase. What? And so with... I have a fun f- performing poop story. So, so with an older, you know... Demographic. Demographic. That probably happens when you gotta go, you gotta go. Ooh. Gotta go, gotta go, gotta now go right you, now. Now mind you, the magic act is wrapping up and everybody is about to go down the staircase. Oh, no. And I'm literally looking at it, and I'm thinking, I can't do anything about this right now. And I I'm, only know how to help a lifeboat. <laughs> I can only flip a lifeboat. That was my primary function. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. I stated in my interview. So anyway, everybody's walking down the stairs, and I'm just watching it happen, and there's nothing I can do. So. Oh, that's good. Wow. Yep. We've learned... <laughs> Yeah. Oh my gosh. That happened. It was happening. Wow. You're a jerk. What can I do? Let's say stop. No. But what would they say? What's wrong? Is there an emergency? I say, well, kind of. Well, there's poop on the stairs. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. So. She's poop shy. She is poop shy. That's hilarious. That was a different cruise line. Can't talk about it. Disney. But so obviously you guys went on that cruise. Uh, um, you guys both went on different cruises, mm-hmm. um, but and you guys kind of maybe not really established yourself quite yet. But I know both of you guys have experiences of leaving and then coming back. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. What you know, for people who you know travel abroad, like you know, like myself or anyone, like when you when you leave, how difficult is it to come back? Is there you know, do you start from square one? Do you are you able to meet you know meet up with those same connections and whoever wants to start can start. You know, I got I I was really. You know, you, gotta, you have to be pragmatic about everything. We, we have to advocate for ourselves in this industry. And so I just made it a point to remain in contact with everyone while I was gone through email and, just touch, and touching in occasionally with folks. And so when, it, when I was about three months uh, to, uh, about to end my cruise ship contract, I just started reaching out to everybody that I had had connections with before I left. And I, I got exactly what I wanted. It just worked out for me. Amazing. Not Isn't that that, that works nice? out for everybody. But <laughs> when I got off the ship, I told myself I want to take <laughs> one month off and then I want to like start working again. And the way it worked out for me is uh, Nemo, re- Finding Nemo the Musical, uh, I... I I, they took me right back after that 30-day mark. They were like, perfect. Well, we'd like you to learn some new roles, and we've got those opportunities ready for you. Are you ready? And I said, well, it's been 30 days. I wanted 30 days off, <laughs> and here we are. Let's start working. That's so, awesome. And I was offered a contract, and I've been full-time back at Finding Nemo ever since I got back after my cruise ship contract. But for me, I think the benefit was just being proactive and and reminding myself that networking is is very important in this industry yeah, and just sure. staying in contact with right. those people and making sure I didn't burn bridges or close doors, mm-hmm. just keeping an open dialogue with the people in charge and the people who are important 
in order to allow myself to walk right back in, and that is that's what happened to me. Sure. Before we yeah. move on to Aaron, I'm going to do a little weird side tangent. You, you took a month off, and we just did an episode about yeah. s- saying no. Uh, oh yeah, and which is super important. And Very important. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, what's the what did you do during those thirty days? Why did you take those thirty days off? What was that need? The need was. You know, I I just had lived on the cruise ship for a year. My contract was a full year, which is very wow. which is yes. very rare. I did a full Huge. year, um, and uh, I'd been performing the entire time, and I'd been living a life that is very unusual for a lot of people who haven't done it or don't know about it. It's just very interesting. Uh, so You're I just a moving city that you yeah. can't escape for. A year. And, and, but there's also like psychological elements of, you know, a little bit of like the shining, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, all work and no play. You know, you're trapped and confined, a little cabin fever. Mm-hmm. And I just thought to myself, I need time to like recollect and, and reground myself. Yeah. I needed the, the moment to, I'd been singing the highest notes I could ever sing and had ever but been asked to sing. I did not kill anybody. <laughs> <laughs> I don't hold that. Solid callback, Aaron. <laughs> but, I, you know, I just, I. That you know of. Well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. it was a cruise Trust ship, me, I read, so... I read the, uh, the, uh, the end of cruise surveys. There were plenty negative things said about me. <laughs> I, I shouldn't have read them, but my cruise director uh, insisted forced that we did. Not force us. He's like, I think you should. It's valuable feedback. And I was like, this feedback is pointless. These people don't even know what they're talking about. <laughs> Advocate like, for yourself. No, literally one person said that I was flat and offbeat every show, every performance. And I was like, so I never found the beat. I never found the pitch ever. I literally just sat up there. Like, you know what I'm saying? People who are angry. uh, My, my, one of my other best friends says it very clearly. Andrew, Andrew Meidenbauer says this perfectly. He goes, everybody's got something to say. Yeah. And it's very true. You know, people have a vendetta. They're angry. They want a refund on their cruise ship, so they're going to complain about something. So I never found. Yeah, right. I'm like, really? <laughs> never ever. I mean, I'm not flawless. Nobody is. I'm sure maybe I faltered a time or two, right? But the entire show, <laughs> every just note, a little bit. Uh, I backphrased and I was under pitch the entire time, according to this person. That sounds awesome. Oh man, uh, and impossible. By, by the way, I'm sorry for leaving you that comment. Um, no, no. Oh damn! <laughs> did I even finish answering that question? I don't no, know if I did. Oh no, no, no. Yeah, well, but uh, for the for sort of the month. Oh yeah. So I just want you know I just really needed to reground myself and to and to allow myself the both the vocal rest because I'd been singing in a way that I'd never been asked to sing before. Right. And cruise ship production shows are 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 you know full out and and yeah, e- every, part every of your song talent. you sing is the top of your range and they want you to emote and be as Sometimes passionate as twice possible. A night. Correct. Right. Uh, always twice a night on my ship. Wow. There was a oh, seven perform, uh, seven p.m. performance and a nine nine p.m. performance. Wow. So you know, it, I just needed a break, and I and I was like, this is the time I'm going to take because I deserve this. I've worked very hard for over the past year, not just psychologically, because living on that ship does do something to you. You know, you don't you don't have all your normal niceties. You don't yeah. get to go to your normal corner and store or go did, to your when you did, I, when I did my first cruise ship, there was no internet. There, oh we, no. We we literally yeah. had Skype cafes. Yeah, I in had to do Argentina, that. In Argentina, like 
you know what I mean? There yeah, was yeah, no yeah. FaceTime. There was no Wi-Fi. There, that didn't, that stuff didn't exist. So yeah, I'm not talking. I'm not like talking negatively about cruise ships. Everyone no, should still do it. I think it built my character. Yes. It made me a better performer and mm-hmm. made me a better person. Yes. But it was trying and it was challenging. True. And I needed that that month to just like recollect myself. Yeah. And, well, you, and, you don't get a break myself. for a year, so your reward was yeah. having a month. I worked. Off. Every, yeah. I worked seven days a week for a year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So wow. Good for you. Yeah, thanks. Sharing that. <laughs> yeah, here ahead. I am, guys. <laughs> oh, what was the question? Uh, uh, Coming how, back. How hard was it to come back? Or are you? Are you? Well, like, what are your challenges? I mean, or I, which time? I've been away for a. <laughs> I know. I was. She's I come left back. in. She's had a. She's had a reunion yeah. tour. <laughs> <laughs> like Michael said, when I left in in 2012, I always remained um, in close contact and come back like. A month on, a month off, two weeks on, two weeks off, things like that. Um, so I was able to maintain status everywhere. Um, but with n- now, I'm starting over from scratch, and I'm I don't necessarily think it's hard to come back. It's just the thing that I want to tell people is like, if you want to work here, you just need to live here. Well, your perspective anywhere. is great because you're coming back right now. Yeah. Like you're do, having a comeback now. Like and my now. comeback was like 2011. Yeah, so yeah. your perspective moved, is fresh. Yeah, I yeah. moved everything back about three weeks ago. And because I I know what it feels like to be here and have that that variety of, of working someplace every, working a different place every day and being able to use, you know, my talents and, and be a, a working performer and it's just even if if you want to live in Orlando if you want to if you want to have a job in New York if you want to have a job in LA Atlanta like you just have to live there that's yeah that that's I think maybe this is going too far but please but the energy that you have like your being your energy needs to be in my opinion it needs to be in the place that you want to work and I just think putting your body in that city where you want to work is going to allow you to work. I agree. What was was it like? But now I want to piggyback on that and talk about this for a second because I I kind of disagree in the sense of like, I like, I I think that, yeah, absolutely. You need to, you need to be invested in that place. But would you say that people like want to like who, who are living in Orlando, but who still want to, uh, use New York and audition for New York and things like that. Can they still use Orlando as a base and then still, you know, fly up there and do all those kind of things? I think there are some people who get very, very lucky and happen to be in the very right place, right time. Somebody's leaving their contract, their tour, and they are just they're there, and the casting director maybe knows them or has been rooting for them, and it's it's all timing. But I think. In general, in my opinion, sure. you just have to be there. It, I, I just, I don't know. I think your brain gets rewired when you're actually living in that place. I think your goals get more clear. I think your actions get more clear. Well, and your networking abilities get stronger, too, because now you're seeing these people on a more regular basis, and, and you're auditioning for them more regularly or seeing them out and about or at other the events bars, or theater. At shows. It's just... So the, the, there's something to be said for that, for sure. Yeah, yeah, and I, I'm not saying that you can't. Of course, you yeah. c- It can't right, happen. Right. I just think... As I get older, I'm realizing you just got to be there. When you quantify the data, <laughs> it's more realistic... 
and it happens. In my opinion, yeah, as well. it I, happens. I share this for sure. We have you, tons of sure. friends who live here and, and fly back gigs. and forth, yeah. and mm-hmm. or have booked amazing gigs yeah. on you know by going to an open call or an audition, like whatever. It's and that's I'm. It's amazing, but I think in general, if you're trying to get a job somewhere, I think you should live there, and okay. that's why I moved back mm-hmm. because. I want to be a part of this community. I want to be involved. And to people who want to have performing jobs in this town, in my opinion, you need to live here. Can you tell us what it was like to be in Atlanta and putting your energy and your 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 body, as you say, there in that space? Yeah. What so that was like? I didn't really perform at all in Atlanta. Um, when we used to live in New Orleans, I was performing there. Mm-hmm. And it was the same thing, just um, going to auditions and you know, hoping for the best. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know the performing community in Atlanta. I know there are a lot of great theaters out there. Mm-hmm. Um, but as far as, even as with TV and film, because I can only speak to that. You yeah, have sure. To, for the most part, you have to live there. Yeah. yeah. Got to be there. You just, you have to be local. You got to, you got to make a presence. You got to be at the hang. You got to go to yeah. the bar. You got to. Yeah, you got to rub the elbows. Yeah, and that's and that's part of it. And I think, um, you know, you can have all the talent in the world, but it's kind of about the hang too. Oh, know? sure, sure, oh, sure. totally. Like- so, so now that you're back, what are your challenges? What are you doing? What's happening? Uh, I'm just going to every audition that there is. I'm and I'm trying to. I'm on a podcast. Right, right, right. <laughs> uh, right? Um, I'm trying to reconnect with the friends that I have here. I'm trying to make my presence known. I'm, I'm. I'm trying to just let people know that I'm interested in here and available and to anybody who wants to be a performer, I think you should do the same thing. You, you know, you're, you are your marketing team. You are your biggest investor. Like one person show. Exactly. Yeah. It really (laughs) is. You have to be your director, your stage manager, your choreographer, Uh your PR person. You got to do it all. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I, as far as challenges... Unless you have money to do that, then, then you can hire people. But <laughs> Unless most you're of us, Shaquille O'Neal, you can hire people yay! to sing the national anthem. That was a lie. Right. That was a lie. It was a <laughs> lie. <laughs> but we can dream. We can dream big, right? What is it? Orlando Dreamers. Like, yes. Hey! We're, let's use that. Oh, there it is. That's, that's the snippet. Um, I don't know. And I mean, just having a positive attitude in general. Like, oh, if, you know, if you think it's going to happen, it'll happen. Like, you came back and you're like... Hey, I'm interested in this, and they're like, "Yeah, we like, you know, we like him backstage, we like him on stage, and he's talented, so let's give him a job." Like, it's mm-hmm. just, I don't know. I think just a positive attitude and being in the place that you want to work. I don't know. After that, it's just kind of all timing and alignment, in my opinion. But sure. I don't know. Well, let's get fun for a second. Because um, <laughs> this has all been just. This has just been boring. terrible. Um, uh, I just want to talk about just be let's be positive for a second. What's the what's your the f- most the, the your best or the your most favorite gig you've ever? Or, uh, it can be a show, it can be a, an event, uh, a gig, or or a, a, a ship, whatever. What your favorite thing you've ever done performing wise? You know the answer to mine, Sage. I do, and we'll talk about it. We'll talk so about should it. I should I give a teaser? Give, or? No, you can give the cookie away right yeah, now. We'll go on, into sing it, it. Sing it up. How'd you do? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's all oh, I'll say. I, I, oh, oh, I said it. Oh, zing! I got it. That was me. I, I love it. And it was it. like half a word. Does that still count? Uh, I'll, I'll bleep it uh, out. Okay. <laughs> um, no, yeah. You can, tell, you can talk about it. Oh yeah, I was. I had the awesome opportunity, uh, and 
to do a Rocky Horror tribute show for Halloween Horror Nights uh, two years in a row in 2013 and 2014. And it- Life-changing. Changed my life in many ways, uh, mainly because people still talk to me about it today. Mm. We're wow. talking about it now. Yep. People ask me about it regularly. People ask me when I'm going to redo it. Where, where yeah, am I going to, to do like it? You need to be like the country and, face of... And so I... Uh, I will say, when I told people, I was like, yeah, Michael Bunny's going to be in the show. They're like, oh my God, will you do me a favor? Will you just ask him? Just ask him about it. Just ask him what it was like to do I it. Will, I will talk at nauseum about it. <laughs> but yeah. Give us an abridged version of some of your favorite things that you got to do with it. Oh, it was, man. I, well, first of all, the fan base, it, the show comes with a fan base. So yeah. that's really cool, right? Because you are, which is a unique experience for me. I was not prepared for stepping into a show where I was already a star to thousands of people. I didn't have to really, I did have to earn it. Of course I did, because I had to earn the respect to, for them to, by the way, I played Dr. Frankenfurter. Yeah, yeah. Uh, At law, Esquire. Yes, uh, but I, <laughs> but, but there's already this like willing, uh, group of people who are, who are just in it and want you, they, they want you to be successful because they want, they just want it. They mm -hmm. want they every bit it. of it. They want to live it. Yeah. They want to be involved. They want to be a part of it. And so I'll never forget, <laughs> like, my very first show, the very first night, when I heard, don't, 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 <laughs> don't. And the audience sound was so loud and deafening that I could no longer hear the music. And I was like, this is my entrance. I have to sing very soon. And uh, they are not quieting I'm down. Listening to a track. And they are not, I'm listening to a track. There's no live orchestra here. <laughs> and they were cheering and screaming louder. I'm not kidding. And this has never happened to me. I was like, this is what Beyonce feels like. <laughs> <laughs> I could not hear the music. At all. I was like, okay, we're just going to guess when I come in. Here we go. Like, and that, ex like, that entire... Did you guess correctly? Yeah, I did. Oh, good. Of course. <laughs> I was like, I was literally like, five, two, seven, eight, and one. Like, yeah, <laughs> counting it quietly. But yeah, I, I, I got it. I came in. And of course, they finally quieted down because they wanted to see if I had what it took. They wanted to see if I was their version, mm -hmm. if I was their guy, you know, if I was him. Sure. And um, what were your rehearsals like? Oh, rehearsals were rehearsals were fun. Hmm. It was, how did they coach you to, to be down. to be <laughs> they, the ideal? You know, they you know they they encouraged me to watch the film. They encouraged me to you know to to emulate as much as I could, and and. I just really, and then of course, but then the add my own elements. Right. But yeah, the show just it it was incredible. Another amazing moment is I actually got to meet Patricia Quinn, the original Magenta. Oh my gosh, that's she, awesome! She had happened to be in town uh, doing Spooky Empire. Um, at the Orange County Convention Center, yep. and her executive assistant brought her to the show, and she requested a private meet and greet, and we took pictures with her, and she got to tell us all these cool stories of what yeah. it was like to do the movie, and all uh, it, it was fascinating. Like, yes. and 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 to hear her praise me and tell me that Tim Curry would be like proud of me. Oh my god! Like, oh my gosh. And, and, like, and like that, tears. No. 
Legitimately. I'm sorry. I was like, Patricia, Patricia Quinn is literally telling me, like, I'm as good as the creator. Mm. And it was just such a moving experience for me to be a part of, to be able to speak to somebody directly who was a part of the original. Mm-hmm. You know yeah. what I mean? So cool. Incredible. Yeah. And just the fan base that I, I got out of that and, 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 and even friends. Like, I have friends today that are friends of mine that I've met through that show, both fan and talent, who I will have for the rest of my life. That's awesome. Yeah. Look, look it up on YouTube, folks. Seriously, yeah. it's awesome. Both 2013 and 14 are available. <laughs> Come on now. Aaron? For free on YouTube. For free. For no free? cost. No cost. Just leave me a positive comment. Oh, no, I'm kidding. I'm not kidding. a survey. No, 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 no. <laughs> not a guest comment from Khrushchev. No, no, he no, was, no. I'm going to write that yeah. on, the, on the page. I'm saying oh, he was flat, flat and behind, behind the beat the entire, entire time. time. I was like, the whole two weeks? Wow. <laughs> God, I, that's a talent there. Whatever you're ready, Aaron. Your favorite one. My fa- Oh, hands down, playing Sid in Toy Story. I knew you were going <gasps> to say that. I knew what? it. It was amazing. I It was my understudy part, and you the girl... The, I've seen the video. It's The girl incredible. who I was understudying, she got chicken pox, which is a very serious thing on a cruise ship because there's a lot of... And for adults. Um, uh, for adults. Chicken pox for adults is quite yeah, dangerous. There's a lot of... Um, there's a lot of... Uh, what is the word I'm trying to think of? GI. Yeah, well, GI there's a lot infections. of people who have never even been, ex, you know, exposed to chickenpox ever. Um, and so if, if you get chickenpox or any other kind of disease, I guess, um, they ship you off to go get well. And she never came back. Oh. So <laughs> I was playing Sid for like a month and a half while they tried to find a replacement. And it was the best. It was this crazy. I had to glue braces onto my teeth. What? I was like this crazy kid rock pimply, star right? yeah pimply i wore a beanie I, I was like rocking all over the stage throwing toys everywhere it was how old is he supposed to be like pre like teen like 12 13 yeah, like in yeah, that range yeah yeah and it was, was this um, a, a musical on a yeah yeah toy story the musical oh my goodness um original songs and Sid had like this like rock song. Yeah, I was like, you will meet my and your little friend. Like just totally <laughs> angsty. All <laughs> the teenage angst. Yeah. It was, it was like I Toy Story that. meets like Spring Awakening. It was amazing. Exactly. <laughs> that was exactly what it was. Um, that was my favorite role. That's Jay. awesome. All that. I love that. Yeah. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, so... uh, Don't know. No, so for... uh, We don't have a bunch of time left, so I want to end kind of with these, like, two final questions. So for 2020, it's January. The year is upon us. We've, you know, it's it's early. It's kind of what are your goals for 2020 professionally? It can be personally, but, like, for the entertainment world, like, what are your thoughts? We'll start with you, Erin, this time. Um, Well, I would love to have... I would love to be able to perform in all the shows that I used to perform in when I was living here. Sure. Um, and learn new things as well. I think th- there's a lot of new shows that are um, that have come out that are really exciting. Yeah. And I think awesome for females. And um, I would. I just want to take every opportunity that's presented in front of me and hopefully be able to um, be a part of that. I'm currently uh, writing a couple cruise, sh- cruise ship shows that are female based. Wow! Because um, I think it's time. I'm 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 just I I don't know. I just think it's time that 
women, I think women are ready to watch women on stage, if you know what I mean. Girl, I hope totally. so. Totally. Yeah. And I, and I think they are, I, it feels like the right time that there could be female empowerment um, across the board. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody else is, I mean, somebody is living downstairs again. I, I'm just, <laughs> I love it. Um, I just hope that the cruise directors and the people who are casting it, who unfortunately right now are a little male heavy, are ready to put to those female sure. shows yeah. on there. Because yeah. I mean, even the three of us, Shannon, myself, and Aaron are a part of a, a female heavy based group that is particularly designed for cruise shows. And and one of the comments that I get a lot often is um, people don't want to see a girl band. And I'm like, no, I, I think uh, like I think they do. And it's it's kind of but it's, ha- it's, it's has to be argument. the right formula. It's mm-hmm. just very weird. It's not like the, a Frankie Valley group, or it's not mm. like a four uh, yeah, yeah four seasons all that. It's it just I don't know. Anyway, so I'm writing that, and <laughs> um, maybe starting a podcast. Yeah. Sage has inspired me. That well, is really so exciting. Me, yes. Well, well, That's do you have cool. a name for it yet? We've been about have, huh? we, have you have you just come up with a name for it yet? It's a working title. Okay. It's well, working the, title. Okay, we, we don't we don't have to talk about she the has working to keep title. The mystery. But but whenever. It's <laughs> well, like permanent. You know what I mean? No, this totally. So forever. whenever you do come up with it, we'll make sure to plug you on the podcast. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. But yeah, that's just the goal. Literally, is all the gigs. All the jobs, all the gigs, Love 2020. It. Love it. And making a comeback tour. Comeback <laughs> tour 2020. Yeah, I like Come that. Come on. I'm all about your comeback tour. Thank you. Thank you. Me too. Seriously. Um, I'm excited for it too. Can, are, are there like season tickets? Can I buy it? <laughs> you, yes. You can have a VIP yes, pass. Yes. Yeah. Box. Box, box. <laughs> there's there's me up with the nodes pleased with, with, with like my like little popcorn bucket. I'll invite you, don't worry. <laughs> no, 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 yeah, it's okay. You can come <laughs> with him. Great. Um, but yeah, I'm just you know I just want to get back in it, and that's that's the goal to have to be a part of the Orlando community again. Awesome, mm-hmm. M- Michael. Well, uh, I I have a unique experience right now because just about a year ago my partner passed away from brain cancer. And so that was a long journey, and obviously the journey after that is still happening. Right. So I've kind of put a lot of my life on pause creatively and artistically, but I'm finally starting to come back, and I'm finally starting to feel you know, like myself again. And so for me, 2020 is really reinvesting in myself and allowing myself to find the joy and the beauty in what my life is now and, and where it's going to go. And, and so... I really am trying to make 2020, <laughs> not to bring it back, is to re- reprieve the role of Dr. Frankenfurter. <laughs> oh, and I've yes. heard that Encore is doing it. Um, I've heard that so too. So I'm not sure if that's all factual, but if they are, I'm going to try my best to be a part of that production. Real quick, well, just tell people who don't know what it is, what Encore is. Encore is a charitable uh, music, musical foundation, I guess. I, I don't know how to exactly title it, but they, they put on shows throughout the year and all, and they raise money for charitable goods and charitable foundations. And, uh, um, is it, is it, is it Disney cast member based? It is. Yes. Yeah, to yeah. my understanding, it always has been. And so, uh, so they promote, they, they just promote art and they promote, um, charitable goods and, uh, it's also Disney based. So as it's well. like a Disney world 
community theater, basically. To my understanding, yeah. that's the best way I've always understood it. Yeah. No, that's really cool. That's yeah. awesome. Well, that's so hopefully I get to do that. I've also been toying with the idea of doing a cabaret. I think I have a lot to say, and I think my journey and my story is um, one that can also inspire people, just like this podcast is doing. Mm -hmm. um, I think I, I have a lot that I could impart upon people and show them how not just to survive, but also persevere and, 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 and to be healthy and okay with the good, the bad, the ugly, you know? Yeah. There's a lot that happens to us as people, as performers, as professionals, as humans, and it's, it can all be okay. As long as you have the right tools and the right, uh, you know, the right tools to do the job, and if you don't have the right tools, then knowing how to ask for the tools or to uh, obtain those tools. Yeah. And I think that's something I can really offer people, and I would love to do that through a cabaret setting. Well, then let, let's do a teaser, because the final question is, uh, go ahead. Um, what is any sort of one sentence thought or advice you would leave somebody with who's like Billy you know, from Idaho, Billy from Idaho, who wants to be a performer and doesn't know really where to start, but sounds like Orlando might be a good place for him to go. Hmm. Whoever wants to start, move here. Just be here. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Solid. Be here. You'll go to the auditions. You'll get to know the people. You'll move here and and and. Take dance class. <laughs> I can second that. Yep. Take do dance it. class. Like, do, you know, do the work. You know what I mean? Prep yourself to, to be your best performing self. You know? Yeah, I great. Know. I would say I am Billy from Idaho. <laughs> like, I came here not knowing what to expect, not knowing. I was brought here by a friend, and it's been nothing but great for me. Mm. I would say... With that, come here, and if you want to come here, do, and just be authentic. Be true to what you want. Yeah. Be honest about what you want, and, and don't let, don't let, like, no's discourage you because they're, they're everywhere. Mm -hmm. You know, they're here. There's no's here. There's no's in New York. Mm -hmm. There's no's in L.A. Mm. You're going to find no everywhere you go. You can't let that discourage you. Just be authentic and true, and eventually it's going to, it'll happen. It will happen. It happened for me. This mm -hmm. kid who had no idea where he was going after college. And now I have a career, a home, and a car. <laughs> and a car. Seriously, thank you guys so much for doing this. Uh, it's been awesome. You guys, I've laughed a bunch. We've yeah. learned a bunch. And you guys are... <laughs> you laughed, you cried. I laughed, I cried, I pooped. Um, <laughs> it was awesome. So thank you guys Down for staircase. being here. Truly, truly, truly. <laughs> Um, thank you for having us. Yes, of thank you so much. Of course. Uh, before we go, do you guys want to plug anything, whether it a project or social media, where they can find you if they want to talk to you, whatever? Aaron R 2.0. I'm doing the comeback tour. It's here. It's 2020. happening. 2020. Aaron R 2.0. Love it on Instagram. There you go. I've got nothing to plug currently, but Michael Allen Bundy on Facebook. <laughs> Check me out. Let's have fun. Friend request sent. <laughs> oh, my God. I'll chat with you. I'll chat with you. He sure your friend. will. <laughs> Go ahead, Christina. Uh, if you want to reach us at O-Town Dreamers, you can check us out on Facebook at O-Town Dreamers and on Instagram at O-Town Dreamers, all one word. Um, and if you want us to talk about anything on our next couple of episodes, um, reach out to us on otowndreamers at gmail.com and let us know. Also, rate and review us on iTunes and 
Spotify. Yeah. No, that's the only way if we know we're doing a good job is if you, is if you uh, go down below, review us, rate us. That way, um, yeah, we can keep doing this thing. And if Smash you, that like button. Um, anyways, to, again, thank you guys so much. Uh, and uh, we can't wait to be with you guys next time. Always remember, we, we dream, dream for a living. living. Peace. Peace. Old Town Dreamers back again. Yeah. With a little East Coast swing.